Hello everybody! Welcome back! I feel like I've been having like these epiphanies out of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> I was sitting down, you know, minding my business and then I, you know, I, I was like, whoa, like I'm really growing out here. Like I'm really growing, I'm really learning, I'm trying new things and I'm a full-on adult at this point. And that just really hit me hard because I think we're so caught up in um, growing up and just waiting to see what comes next that we aren't really in the present moment just being thankful for how far we've come. So this is sort of one of those times where I just want to express my appreciation for that. But um, we're talking about something that's um, rather meaningful to me and it's acne. If you know me personally, you know, like I, I've dealt with acne for quite some time and it all started from puberty and I've been struggling with it ever since, but that inspired me to get into skincare. And if you follow me on Instagram at Faith P Marie, then you've noticed that I do post skincare content because it is something that has become a passion of mine. Just like makeup is a passion for others, skincare is a passion for me. So I find uh, control in the art of skincare. And I just love that there's always something new to try and I'm always open to trying new products. So I'm really excited to just get into my journey with acne and how I've been able to love myself through this whole process. So I'm gonna talk about some tips you can use in your own skincare journey, but I'm just really excited to talk about this. So let's get started. I reached puberty at 10 years old. 10 years old is when I started puberty. I was really one of the first girls in my class to get my period. I started very early and with that came all of these fluctuations with my hormones. You know how hormones are for a young girl. You uh, start getting sports bras or like training bras. You know, you're just developing into this pubescent uh, person and with that comes acne. That was a very hard thing for me to accept that my skin wouldn't look how it did at five years old. <laughs> my family, we never talked about skin care like this because skin care in itself is just not really something that we study or that we research. Most of my family has very beautiful skin. Uh, it's very clear and they have no issues with acne whatsoever. They could sleep with makeup on for a month and still not break out. Although I don't recommend sleeping in, in your makeup. <laughs> my family, we use Dove soap a lot. My mother, she uses Dove soap and she loves it so much. She still uses it to this day. She uses it religiously and I did the same. But clearly I was brought up different. Clearly my body was like, well, you're going to be different, Faith. So let's give you acne. I just remember my mom asking like, how, like why no one, no one else in the family has dealt with acne, I guess. Maybe you got it from your dad's side. I don't know. But you know, it, it could be a hormonal thing. And it's something that I would eventually grow out of at some point. But it didn't mean that I wouldn't still deal with it as I would get older going to school in fifth grade and getting asked like, what is that on your forehead? What is that on your forehead? And I would just be like, with that came a lot of insecurities. That was really the beginning of, oh, I need to 
watch how I look because how I look is how others would treat me, you know, that sort of thing. Acne kind of just made me feel like I was less than because I, I didn't have the clearest skin in the world. By the time I was about like 14, it had doubled and I was just really, really embarrassed. I had to show up to school every single day with all these marks on my face. And being that I am black, of course, those acne scars would show a lot more. And when I say acne scars, I don't actually mean scars. I'm actually uh, more so uh, referring to post-inflammatory marks. So it's really like the marks that would be left over after acne has kind of healed. So that was something that I dealt with and that's still something that I deal with today. I wouldn't say that everyone who has acne has dealt with hyperpigmentation. It is quite common and it's really easy to cover up with makeup, but I wasn't allowed to wear makeup so I kind of just had to deal with it. And I didn't really understand the importance of sunscreen around that time. So if you asked me to wear sunscreen, I'd be like, I'm black. No. <laughs> Although I do understand why. But back then, you know, you only know what you know as a young teenager. So uh, my mom, she had scheduled my first dermatologist appointment. And mind you, I'm over here trying to figure out, what is a dermatologist? Like, there's a doctor specifically for skin? Like that, that's cool, but that's a really new thing for me. I couldn't quite understand that. But when I walked in the dermatologist's office, I was like, wow, this is where people go to get like facials? Is this where that's done? This is really the beginning of a whole new world for me. You know, the dermatologist was telling me, she was like, you have really beautiful skin. We just feel that we need to do this and we need to do that. So that's when I first heard about CeraVe. CeraVe is a very popular drugstore uh, skincare line. It's very easy to access. I would say it's fairly cheap compared to all of the other expensive skincare lines that we have out today. CeraVe is very gentle, especially on sensitive skin. And when you have really inflamed skin, it's important to go with something that's fragrance-free and gentle. But at the time, I couldn't understand like why they'd recommend CeraVe or Cetaphil like it doesn't have benzoyl peroxide in it, so how could it dry up my acne? But of course, you'd get the gentle cleanser, and then you'd get the acne-fighting ingredient, which was always going to be something with benzoyl peroxide in it. So I was getting like Tazerac, all these things. Tazerac was a topical cream that I'd use on my face every night to sort of fight whatever acne was present. And it will also do a great job of fading some dark marks that I was dealing with around that time. I wasn't really asking questions about like, what's in these prescriptions? Is it safe for me to use? I just wanted something that could make my skin clear. You know, that's really all I was worried about. I, I didn't care about the science behind skincare and why certain ingredients are effective for your skin barrier. I'd like to give a quick shout out to all the adults from my early teenage years that really made the effort to make sure that I knew that there was nothing wrong with me. I think when you're a young person struggling with acne, the only thing you could think is that something is wrong with you. Because when you look in magazines, when you watch television, there really is no sort of representation for those who deal with acne. If anything, they're always telling you ways to treat it and ways uh, to fix it. So you always felt like you had to fix yourself. And that was how I felt. I felt that I needed fixing, which is why I was always taking unsolicited advice from people that don't know a thing about skincare. And yeah, you know, I think 
around that time, everyone was just trying to help, but sometimes it's best to just let people be and figure things out on their own. I would eventually become interested in skincare and researching the best products for my skin, but you know, I, I'm still experimenting with different things. I'm taking oral medications, you know, I'm taking these antibiotics that are really just having these negative effects on my body. I'm chugging water like crazy because I'm thinking that maybe that's why I'm not getting clear skin when really acne is hormonal. It can be hormonal. Yes, your diet can play a role in the appearance of your skin, but it's it's hormones. And sometimes you, you just have to check your levels to try to see what's going on in your body. But at this time, being that I was in high school by then, 15, 16 years old, I made the decision to research skincare and figure out what was best for my skin. So by then, I had tried the Clarisonic brush, which was a very popular exfoliant brush that you can use on your skin. You'd put any sort of soap on there and it would sort of have like this rotation. I don't really recommend using those because they're very abrasive. And I think with exfoliation, the goal is to not scrub your face off. I know that we're thinking of like what exfoliation should be. If anything, it should be gentle and it should be subtle. I didn't know that. <laughs> so just imagine like a girl with all of these dry patches on her face. Dry patches from not only over exfoliation, but also over usage of benzoyl peroxide. So I was just like really insecure with that, but I made the effort to start researching more about my skin. But yeah, I was using aloe vera gel and, you know, it, it probably did have some positive effects on my skin. I couldn't really see that until I started using African black soap. And African black soap uh, was very popular for its time. People still use it, but I, but one of my aunts put me on and I started using it by the time I was 17. My junior year of high school was like the period of clear skin for me. And it felt really good and my confidence was boosted. It's an ongoing battle and sometimes it would come back in waves. So it would disappear in the winter and it come back in the spring and summer, especially the summer. And I would just really kind of cry myself to sleep at night. I would pray and ask God to give me clear skin. And... <laughs> Looking back, you know, poor, poor little Faith was just trying her best to do with what she had been dealt. Then that's when I found out that I was dealing with a lot of deficiencies. Uh, I had vitamin D deficiency and I had iron deficiency. So I was, I was very like anemic and I was very weak. Um, and my body just wasn't getting enough minerals simply because I was choosing to eat a certain way because I thought maybe that would kind of help my skin, but really it was just uh, hurting my body. So I, my encouragement to anyone kind of wondering why their body is doing this or why it's doing that, go figure out what's going on. Like go get some lab work done, thyroid, vitamin D levels, all of that, especially thyroid, because thyroid um, is something that I deal with to this day. Like I, I struggle with my thyroid and it's really more genetic. So I was losing hair, I was breaking out, and I was really passing out. So I told myself like, okay, that's it. No more trying to like do these quick fixes, no more looking on YouTube 
to see how to get rid of acne in two days, you know, that's not going to help you long-term. So I was like, if I'm going to treat my skin with care, I want to do something that can genuinely keep it healthy long-term. I made that deal with myself. I heard about Curology and I, okay, no, this is not a sponsorship. No, but, um, I tried Curology for a bit. I tried their like trial size or trial uh, program and it was okay. I think that was really one of the first times where I was like, okay, so what are these chemicals that they use? And they actually tell you a lot about uh, the sort of products that they recommend for your skin. So you kind of go through this virtual consultation with them and that's what I did. And that's kind of how I figured out that I, I really do have oily acne prone skin. Like I really have oily skin. So if you're going to use products, make sure they're suited for your skin type. I was like, huh, okay. I was using uh, Dermalogica too at one point, And Dermalogica is sort of similar to the Inky List at Sephora. But Dermalogica has been around for a hot minute now. They're a little more expensive than they used to be, but I would I, I love their products until this day. I'm glad that the person who would give me facials uh, recommended that uh, that line of products because that was one of the really the first high end products that I used on my skin, and I saw really great results. But yeah, so this is sort of like where I am right now. I'm sort of uh, shopping at Sephora a lot for skincare and thanks to skincare by Hiram on TikTok I have been able to uh research skincare in a more healthy way so I use CeraVe a lot I use Cetaphil a lot I use the Inculus a lot the Ordinary I'm learning about all these brands including like Paula's Choice and uh I, I'm just really excited for this new journey that I'm embarking on with skincare. I'm very excited to just share more of this new appreciation with you guys, but it's been a lot of fun. And looking at my face like right now, I'm just very happy with uh, with the way I've been able to turn around something that could have been negative. I've been told my whole life that that I needed to fix this part of who I am. And yes, I mean, acne is not fun to deal with, but it goes deeper than that, right? I feel like if you have imperfections, if you have eczema, right, this is not something that has to define how you view yourself or how, or, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be something that determines how others view you. I think as long as you are confident in yourself, that will lead the way. So that's where I am right now with it. And I'm just really thankful that I get to share my knowledge of skincare with others. I'm not a skincare expert, but it makes me happy knowing that you guys appreciate it. I get a lot of um, messages from friends and random people on the internet just saying like how cool it is to embrace this new side of skincare. The skincare industry is has really just exploded. And this has happened in the past two years. A lot of skincare companies are becoming very, very popular. And that is because the pandemic brought to light the importance of self-care. Skincare is a part of self-care. And if you are implementing a decent skincare routine, you are doing something good for yourself. 
it doesn't matter how many steps in your skincare routine you have. I mean, I, you know, some have two, three. I have about on average six to eight, but it's really more so about how it makes you feel at the end of each day, washing your face, putting toner on it, putting your favorite serums on it. Like that's really what matters when it comes to self-care. It's just doing something that feels good to you, no matter how many uh, steps it takes. So I think that's why beauty in itself is implementing skincare because we realize that sometimes being more natural and, and embracing your skin texture is far more important, you know, than any sort of, uh, skincare makeup hacks there are. You know, I think people seeing you embracing your texture, embracing the things that make you you, that makes them feel good because they're like, you know what? They have that issue. So do I, but it makes me feel good knowing that they're not hiding it. And I can't wait to get to that point myself where I can confidently present more of who I am, but it's baby steps. But I'm very, very, very thankful that we have reached a point where acne is being more accepted. I see a lot of skincare influencers and it makes me so happy because there are young people that are getting to see the proper representation for those who deal with acne and they are becoming more informed and it's not being shamed. And I love that so much. I wish that I had that when I was about 12 because I needed to see somebody telling me that this is not something that has to define me. Like this is not something that you need to hide, to feel accepted, to feel loved, to feel respected, appreciated. We have reached a point where all of this is okay. This has been such a fun kind of uh discussion for me because I just, you know, I'm so passionate about it. And this is really where I, I own all who I am. And I hope you do too, because I'm not saying we will ever not deal with growing pains. I mean, acne is just one of them, but there's a lot more to come, right? But I think it's about just embracing it, embracing it and knowing like, this is just a part of growing. And I'd rather deal with this and know that I can get through anything. It's normal and it's what makes us human. And who doesn't want to be human? I want to give y'all a list of products that I would use and sort of like the way I'd use them in the order. So any CeraVe cleanser I would use. I would use Cetaphil as well, but I would recommend CeraVe because they have like really really great uh, ceramides in their products. So they have hyaluronic acid, they have niacinamide, and all of this just works together to protect your skin barrier and prevent inflammation. So I would use their foaming cleanser. I would use their cream to foam cleanser or just a regular foaming cleanser. So there's three cleansers I would use. They also have a salicylic acid cleanser. I'm not quite sure if they have that in every single store that I go to, but look up CeraVe cleansers and see which one fits your skin type. Foaming cleansers usually fit oily skin types and the more uh, creamy cleansers fit dry skin types. So I go for something that has a bit of foam in it because it helps get all the gunk off my face. But yes, I would recommend their cleansers. As far as my toner goes, I'd recommend two toners. I would recommend CRV's hydrating toner, which has similar ingredients to what their cleansers have. 
I recently started using it and I love it so much. It's very simple, but very hydrating. And it's, it's important to hydrate your skin after washing. So I would use a hyaluronic toner, the Inky List that you can find at Sephora. They have a PHA toner, which I loved so much. If you have sensitive skin like me, use a gentle exfoliant as a toner. So try out the PHA toner or any toner that has PHA in it because that's going to help give you a gentle exfoliation and not dry your skin out. So I would actually go buy that again. I'm probably I'll probably do that because I kind of miss using that. But yeah, those are two toners that I would use. Uh, Glow Recipes also has an amazing. Uh, I think they have a BHA toner. I could be wrong. It could be PHA, but yes, I would really uh, look into some of the best toners that influencers use because. To be quite honest, they use some really, really great products and they all come from Sephora, they come from Ulta, and they come from the drugstore. And uh, next, I would use niacinamide. I, I'd use niacinamide because it's just a well-rounded product to use on your face. There's niacinamide in a lot of in a lot of products, but I started using niacinamide to treat my hyperpigmentation. So if you are struggling with hyperpigmentation, I would use the Ordinary's niacinamide and zinc serum. It's really great. It doesn't irritate your skin. I mean, not mine at least. Uh, but it just works at keeping your skin protected. But it also just helps prevent that inflammation that can come with acne. So if you are dealing with acne, I'd also recommend using niacinamide. So niacinamide can work for both acne and post-inflammatory marks. Next, I would use a really great moisturizer. My favorite moisturizer is CeraVe's moisturizing cream. They have a daily moisturizing lotion and they have a moisturizing cream. So I would use either one. They both are for face and body. Right now I'm using Otzi's Hydro Crystal Hydrating Gel. And it's been very, very good for my skin. If you have oily skin, I would suggest finding a really good gel moisturizer. I just started getting into gel moisturizers. But if you just want to stick to something simple, then I would go with CeraVe's Moisturizing Cream or Cetaphil's Daily Moisturizing Lotion. So Cetaphil or CeraVe will work really good. Lastly, I will follow up with a facial oil. And I like using rosehip seed oil because it absorbs really well into your skin. Unlike coconut oil and all these olive oils, uh, castor oil, rosehip seed oil is really just one of those oils that is meant to go on your face. I'll repeat, not every single oil is meant to go on your face. So that's why I love using rosehip oil because it absorbs quickly. And that's what your skin wants. So I like to layer that on right after I apply my moisturizer and it seeps really well into my skin. And it gives you this really, really healthy glow. And I love looking like a glowing goddess before I go to bed. And that's just one of those things that I just love using. So that is uh, my routine that, that I would use, you know, if I were just getting into skincare. Sometimes it's best to keep it simple. And sometimes it's best to not put too many actives on your skin. So that's why I, I don't really uh, recommend applying a whole lot at once, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But yeah, I would say that's my uh, go-to skincare routine.
Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of Everything Grows. I'd like to take the time to just express my appreciation for each one of you that has taken the time to sit down and listen to every single episode. Sometimes we think that the content we make doesn't have impact, but it does because I see that in the messages that I get from friends and just, you know, random people who've discovered everything grows. But I just want to thank you all so much. I love you all so much. And just thank you for everything, you know, just for uh, being here on this journey with me. But make sure to follow Everything Grows on Instagram at Everything Grows Podcast. Tune in next week because we're going to be talking about friendship. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay blessed. Stay safe. And remember, everything grows in its own time. See you later.